Welcome back to the Church Experience Toolbox Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen, and I'm so excited to um, have another episode today on our culture series. Specifically, we're going to be chatting about what makes a great team leader. These are the culture setters in your church. So I'm so excited to talk about it today. Let's dive in. Ramel, welcome back. Hey guys, how are you? So excited today to sit down and chat with you about something really important in this world and this topic of culture, and that is your leaders. That's right. Staff leaders, volunteer leaders. These are the people who are really setting the pace for good or for bad, for better or for worse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. These are the people that are are shoulder to shoulder with you in ministry. Um, I love that we're talking about it because I think some churches that I've talked to before in the past are consulting or helping where they don't have a leader. They're just trying to find someone who will just say yes. Yeah. That's not that's not the way to pick a team leader. Someone who's just available, you know. Yeah. So you got to find the right things and the right person to do it. Let's talk about our structure just for a minute. Um, this is obviously we do it at a slightly larger scale here at Saddleback, but this is a structure we recommend for anyone. We have our staff members, and then every volunteer team has a lead. Yeah. And then um, under that, we have service leads, and then uh, maybe there's leads for certain roles. I know in the worship center, we have radio leads who are, you know, on radio at different areas. So it's really important to have a structure to your volunteer teams, not just you and 50 people. It's really important to make sure that um, there's some organization there. Yeah, and part of that that structure, honestly, when we, we created it here, was to have a runway for people who want to be in leadership. You have a runway to people that are, you know, are wanting to say yes to more. But if you don't have a, a structured place for other leaders or upcoming leaders to be into, then you're never going to be able to replace a leader one day um, who, who decides to leave or, or whatever the case may be. So having those structures in place for just more, for opportunities for more people to actually step into leadership is another reason why you should have that structure. You know, and there's two decisions you have to make then when you have that structure. You're deciding who is the staff that's leading these teams and who are the lead volunteers leading all the rest of the volunteers. There are certain characteristics you really want to look for in someone that you're going to trust with a really high level of responsibility. Um, First off, we really want to have people who are um, primarily have pastoral hearts. Obviously this is true on staff, but particularly true with yeah. volunteers. Someone who really sees people well. Yeah. Yeah. And some people get scared with that. Like, well, I'm not a pastor. Like though I, I just want to serve. It's not about being a pastor is obviously anybody can have that title. They want to have that title. Right. For yeah. us as pastors, someone who's really caring and shepherding the people that God's putting in front of them, whether that's a volunteer or a guest. Right. So when we say you want a pastoral heart, that is somebody who's literally caring for that, whoever God puts in front of them. Yeah. I think another th- quality that you want to look for in a someone who's leading a team volunteer leader is someone who can kind of take charge a little bit. The leads of your teams, the staff members, your lead volunteers are kind of the gatekeepers of mm-hmm. health of your culture. So you want someone who you know can make wise decisions. Yeah. Yeah, you have to trust them in that. And I want to be clear here. Like, we look at our volunteer leaders just like our staff. Yeah. They're not below us. They are one of us in the same, right? So for us, like, we, we put these volunteer leaders in such a high category for us because they are. They're you. They represent you in these spaces that you cannot be at all of it, right? So yeah. in that room, making a decision, 
we trust that because we've poured into them all those things. So you have to find someone who is okay and confident in making that decision, but they're confident in that decision because we've given that trust to them. Yeah, it's a high level of trust. Yeah. And you need to make sure that that's a healthy, solid person who's making good decisions yeah. in and out of the church world. You yeah. know, you don't want to have someone who's making chaotic choices on yeah. Monday through Saturday. Right. <laughs> and then all of the people attending your church are like, didn't I see that dude? Yeah. Right? This you know what I mean? Right. And, and be clear too, like take charge does not equal bossy. Right. Take charge does not equal someone that's just making demands no. and dictating stuff. No. Right. Take charge is someone who's be able to see a situation in the room and jump in and not just sit on the sidelines, letting chaos happen. Right. Jump yeah. in and making it better. Being the calmest person in the room. Mm-hmm. All those things. That's what we might take charge. Yeah. Calmest person in the room. That's a big one. You, you know, you and I are a little bit dramatic. Yes. We both know it. Yes. We are a little bit dramatic. Because it's showy. I'm really yeah. here for the show, yeah. guys. That's really it. So <laughs> dr- being dramatic just kind of helps my personality. This comes he's, out. He's being a little sarcastic. And dramatic dr- right now. Yeah, a little dramatic. Um, but you kind of want someone, they can be a little bit dramatic, but when it comes down to it, you want someone who is kind of just straightforward, yeah. honest. And I put the word non-emotional in the show notes today. And yeah. it's not that you don't feel things. It's just that you're not leading out of your feelings. Right. Like yes. if you're frustrated, it's Easter. Everyone's coming. You right. don't want a volunteer who's going to just snap and go right. off on people, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, and I laugh because that has happened here. Has, I mean, has. we've had thousands come at us don't at one time. Don't say names. Don't I'm not going to say names. I'll say myself. I yeah. hit in the corner because it was chaos was coming at me. Do you remember right? that Christmas where that lady like was trying to get in the worship center early and she like shoved, she like <laughs> literally put hands on us and she was like 80 years old. <laughs> as well. So, so you, yeah, you want people to make sure that they are calmest in the room, right? So, but again, we're, we're trusting that, right? We're putting people in those spaces because we do trust them to make those decisions for us and with yeah. us. Also want people that are truly, you want people that are truly just kind yeah. and authentic <laughs> at the same time, like That's calmest right. people, but also the kindest That's people. Right. Um, because you just, you just don't know when you're leading in a church, what is going to get thrown at. You. Yeah. And if you have someone who has just never heard of the word empathy in their entire life, that's that's not it either. Yeah. You know, so we say non-emotional in a way that they don't lead out of their emotions, right. but they know how to be with others. Yeah, well. yeah, that exaggeration. I I tell my staff team all the time what words come out of us people trust. Yeah. So when we say the words, man, a lot of people. Oh, I say that okay. all the time. Oh, was it a lot? What's well, a lot? <laughs> Two. Like, Two. Okay. So two people, right? So we, we, when, when we talk about that, it's some of that is exaggeration because we are trusted people in the space, yeah. right? So we have to make sure we're thinking through those things and the whole word dramatic of, oh my yeah. gosh, a lot of us in, it was like a couple of people, right? So, yeah. so understanding that, you know, know knowing what that is, um, it's always helpful. Learning to kind of check check your drama yeah. for, for a little <laughs> bit, for an hour or two. That's right. But actually what you're saying about being kind, like there's a way there's a way to express something to somebody in kindness, right? Of, ma'am, why did you let a thousand people in the door before we even are ready for you? Yeah. You can do it in kindness, I'm sure, yeah. versus yelling, what are you doing? Yeah. We've also had people do that. Just be like, <laughs> I can't even believe. Yes. 
Another thing that we talk about too, we talk about this in our secret secret sauce episode, but showing up authentically. Mm-hmm. This is true for lead volunteers, but this is really, really true for staff. Yeah. You know, I've I've had so many encounters where someone comes up to me and they're like, Man, this is really hard. This kind of sucks. And I think that there's a temptation in leadership to kind of want to just gloss over it. Yeah. Like, here's a spiritual perspective, and it wasn't even hard. But I think even saying, if that was hard, agree with the person. Yeah. Yeah, that is really hard. Yeah. Or, hey, we're making this change, and that is hard. But here's the why on yeah. where, why we're going to deal with the hardness in this season. Yeah. Part of that is definitely being a really great listener, Yeah. right, in that space. Because if you, again, like you said, if you bypass like, oh, man, here's three scriptures that I have always for anybody. Like yeah. that kind of thing Then you're not yeah. really listening. No. Right? Being authentic is really listening what's the person in front of you is talking about. Yeah. Whether it's because of hard change or something hard in their life, like f- having leaders, staff, and volunteer leaders, just being authentic in the space and having time for that person. Yeah. I think people just also having people as well that genuinely care about the mission and the vision and the value of your church and are are passionate about it. They're going to show up differently than people who are showing up out of obligation. We talked about duty versus heart in in a different episode. And so showing people showing up with heart. Yeah. Cause these, again, these are people who are not only representing you in spaces, but our church in spaces. So like, you know, them being able to serve in, in with with that heart of humility and being authentic, like you need them to be because they are, like we're not in every space all the time, right? So we really are relying on these leaders to represent us and make those choices, and we trust them, like we said earlier. Um, so finding finding volunteer leaders who have those qualities we've talked about already is so key. We talk a lot about too, um, you know, changing the culture, turning the tide, and your volunteer leaders should not your your lead volunteers let me say that should not be the people like man i really got to work on them to get them to a better place as much as you can those people at the top of your ministries the staff they really need to be the people who embody those values and sometimes you know you're going to have people who are like man i need to work with them and that happens but as you're inviting new people Mm -hmm. in to positions of leadership be it staff or overseeing a volunteer team as a volunteer making sure those people are the ones that are the picture for the most part. No one's perfect, but the picture of what you want your team to look like. Right. And you really need to invite them in some of the process that you're doing when it comes to either change or culture shifts or whatever that is. You want to invite them there with you because again, at the end of the day, these guys are the ones that are going to lead that charge. They're going to spend more time with some of those volunteers um, than you are because yeah. you, you know our focus might be just for the leaders and so they're going to spend time with those teams and they got to be your advocate right they're your yeah. advocate they're the people that are really truly um, spreading all those things to them whether it's you know a change coming up whether that's something we need a, a hard conversation we need to talk about in general like whatever that is you're setting the tone of they're the ones really are your advocates mm. right yeah well, we've had a lot of change on our experience team recently. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've ever addressed what you and I do. You and I. People <laughs> 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 are just listening to we're, us. We, uh, we're, we're just random two we're people. Just random two people. <laughs> never been to church before. Uh, Ramal and I are both pastors here at Saddleback Church, and we are very, very boots on the ground. We are in it, in the yeah. thick of it um, with people every single weekend. And Ramal, uh, we were talking about this. We've had a lot of change on our experience team um, with both staff and volunteers, mm-hmm. will you talk a little bit about just kind of some things that maybe you have looked for in the midst of these changes that build a great leader 
um, that, that ultimately builds a great team. Is there anything else you've just thought about? Yeah. I, I think for me, I always, you know, I always look at a team as a, we'll use like a, a, a pizza pie, right? A whole pizza, like what a percentage and what slices are needed to make what I feel makes a great team. Right. So there's certain pieces of the puzzle that's going to be people that are so driven and focused on the, the health and the spiritual health of a team, where there's some people that are such a utility players, Right, they're gonna they're they are willing to do whatever it takes. You need to have a mix of that on your team where there's strengths and weaknesses that people will complement each other. Mm. Right. Because I would never want a team full of me. I would not be able to stand them. I would not be able to deal with them. Like we can't. I can't have that. You know, there's gonna be one of me, one person that's really dramatic. That's it. But the the rest of you have to look like what's gonna help complement each other. And that goes with your volunteer leaders as well, right? You don't want the same type of volunteer leaders. I mean, even though we're telling you about the quality or the, the the stuff we want them to embody, but their personalities make up some of that that difference mm-hmm. makers, right? Wow. The personalities of who God has made them to be. You want them to bring their whole self. Mm-hmm. So some things we talked about, I think, are trainable, but other things, I mean, it's just who they are, right? So yeah. there's certain things they see on staff, like you know, when hired Kristen or Patrick or Jacob, all the people that are hires, like there's things about them and their personality. That's like, yes, this person is going to fit so well in our team dynamic. Mm-hmm. And then everything else you just embody and you start training on. But, but yeah, that's how I look at it is like what makes a whole piece. Like, so our volunteer leaders, like we have 10 teams, like all these people, you don't want to be the same. They're personalities. It'll actually will add such a great layer of fun in the environments that they bring to the table. Like the people, the personalities they bring to the table, um, Man, it makes it makes it a lot more fun and interesting. Yeah, time. what you just said reminded me a little bit of like assembling the Avengers. Yeah. like if you had fifty Hulks, yes. you know, you couldn't save New York. Who just smashed? Yeah, you that's all smashed. they do. You couldn't no, save New York. No. You need the ones that can fly. No. You need the Spider Man yes. and all of them. Yes. And yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're just so happy that you guys have tuned in today. Uh, I hope you're enjoying this culture series. We have a little bit more content coming at you, so stay tuned. Um, coming out in the next few weeks, and we'll see you next time.